another episode of Slaughter University. Look, I am not going to be here all night with you guys. I am going to give you the word that God has put on my heart. And we're going to get through this thing. Usually I try to stay on 30 minutes, but if that's not what's going to happen, then it's just, it is what it is. Uh, So, where do I start? So, today, um, I was going fishing. And I was talking to the Lord on my way to go fishing. And while I was going fishing, I was just, you know, praying to God. You know how you be in the car, praying to God. Talking to God about things that just, you really just don't understand. Um. So what led to the conversation that I had with God was I said, Lord, it's a lot of things still bothering me that shouldn't. Before we even get into it, let's just be real with each other. How many people constantly are hunted by thoughts and are constantly hunted by things that um, been passed? When I say been passed, I mean it might be an argument, it might be a situation. You and that person kind of forgave each other and made up, but the way you felt in that moment always just seemed to surface back to the to the, to the, to the top of your headline, right? So that's kind of where I was at. That's kind of what I was in, and without divulging too much, you know, whatever, you know, um, I was upset. I was like, Lord, I'm upset because why in the world does this stuff still bother me? Like, why? Why? And I'm going somewhere with this. I said, Lord, why in the world does this stuff still bother me? Why am I still thinking about uh, things from long ago? And I said, why does it bother me? Lord, you commanded us to, to love people, but I said, oh, I love them, but they irritate me. They get they get under this part of my skin. I don't know, it's just so about right here. You know what I'm saying? And I, I heard a video from one of my friends that I follow on TikTok. And what she was saying in her video is that you have to reclaim the power that's already in you, right? Because God's power is already in us to do his perfect will. But I've been reading the book of Job lately. And I said, Lord, you've already built a hedge of protection around me. So whatever thoughts that are protruding my mind, whatever thoughts and enemies that are coming against me, Father, it's because you're allowing them to get through your hedge of protection, right? No, 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 no. God is not forcing me to sin. God is not causing me to sin. But God is allowing the enemy to touch me. Because it's through those trials and those tribulations that I grow, right? In his perfect will. I'm going somewhere. Don't leave. I'm going somewhere. So I said, Lord, why do you keep allowing these same things to bother me? And then I remember that I've been praying for patience. I've been praying not to be angry. I have been, been praying to, to, to be gentle. And it seemed like when I started praying those things, I've been putting put all these situations that make me angry, that make me impatient, and that makes me not gentle. But going deeper into it, you know, because we deal with people, I'm, I'm like, Lord, okay, um, let's talk, bit out. 
I don't like these people, right? I, I don't, I don't, I don't like these people. I don't want to deal with these people, but I, I, I kind of ain't got no choice but to deal with these people, you know. And and, and I said to myself, I said, Lord, can I love them and not deal with them? Right, right, right. That's what that's what we go to. Can I love you and not deal with you? And I'm not going down that rabbit hole. You can watch that on Prime. What I'm saying is, why does it bother you? And the Lord kind of just said to me, he said, Chris, what he said through my friend video that I followed, and I actually reposted it, she said that not only do we allow people to rob us of the power that we already have, God is changing you. You're holding on to the old you. People got to get to know you all over again. And what the main thing she said was that struck me was you got to stop caring about what other people think. And then that's when God flipped the script. I mean, he flipped the script. He flipped the script. He said, son, the reason why, and I'm going to tell you why he said that. Because what happened was I went to God and I said, why? And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to just be honest with you. Because if I can't keep it a beam with you, then I can't keep it a beam with nobody. I stopped being afraid to ask God why. I stopped being afraid to ask God why. I stopped being afraid of saying, Lord, why? You know, before I get back into the, the part, a lot of y'all need to hear this. Stop being afraid to ask God why. I mean, why? I remember one day I sat up there and you can rebuke me. You can say I'm blaspheming. No, I sat up there one day and I asked God. I said, Lord, why can't I watch porn? Yeah, so did. Absolutely. I asked him that right to his face. I said, Lord, why can't I? I'm not emotionally entwined with nobody. I ain't touching nobody. I ain't, I ain't getting no diseases from nobody. I said, Lord, why? I'm in the privacy of my home. I ain't bothering nobody. This my hand. Why? And he answered my question. And he answered my question with love. And he broke down to me what that does to me and why. And when he explained it to me, it was so freeing for me not to go back into it no more. Because I didn't just try to do something without understanding it. He don't have an issue with explaining why. So getting back into it, I said, Lord, why do these certain people bother me? Now, let me let me be, let me be real with y'all. You know, when you get married, you know, those are two families coming together. There's going to be certain people on certain sides that you just not going, you going click with. And certain people, you know, I was just like, Lord, why? Why why do they just irritate that that part in the back of my neck? The little bit of neck that I got. And I said, why do they just irritate that so bad? Like, I could just, yeah, it just, they bother me. And the Lord told me, it's not them that's bothering you. You just care too much about what people 
think. What? What did you say to me, um, Jehovah Jireh? My provider? He says, because you care too much about what people think. He said, you care about what they think of you more than what I think of you. And see, when you start walking in God's will, it ain't going to make sense to a lot of other people. So God don't need you folding when people start coming at you about what they don't understand. He said, because Chris, while I'm taking you, you're not going to make it. Because as soon as you get a negative comment, soon as user 899-7513-666-6745 says something about you, you're going to want to quit. And God brought back my track record. He said, every time you started on the line of success, you backed out. You quit because you're thinking too much about what somebody else, hallelujah, going to say. Those in my kingdom, those, and when I say mom, I'm talking about Jesus, those in Jesus' kingdom, those he called to his purpose, you're going to need a backbone. You're going to need a backbone. You're going to need to know who your refuge is. You're going to need to know who the Almighty is. You're going to say, you know what? Serving God, you're, you're attracting nothing but interference. And he said, you care too much about what people think. That's why. So yeah, I have built the hedge of protection around you. But in order for you to get that you care too much about what people think, is that I let a couple demons slip through their head sometimes. And they come start reminding you all these old things that bother you because you felt judged in that situation. Oh yeah, oh yeah, let me drink some water right quick because I'm about to freaking flip this table like y'all exchanging money in the temple. You care too much. And what God is calling you, me, and all those that he has shown for his purpose, you ain't got there yet because you're still caring about what somebody else got to say. You're afraid of being judged. You're afraid of being judged. You, you're afraid of being judged. It's like, when I put, like, what people don't understand is that over this last week, I have let go so much pride and posted my personal testimony. I posted my personal testimony about not being able to afford a pair of shoes, I posted what uh, a testimony about what Keith Lee did for me, what everybody else on TikTok did for me and poured into me. God came at that pride just because I put the video up and everybody liking it, hallelujah. What a lot of people don't understand is what that was for me. I let you into my personal life. Something I don't never let nobody do. You know, the, the my testimony is not my own. And just because God asked me to do it don't mean it was easy. It wasn't easy for me to do that. 
And not only that, I posted something and I talked about how I'm 29 years old. And I don't know what I want to do with my life. But so many people was freed off of that. Yes, me putting myself out there, God used me and freed so many more people in, in such a way. Oh, you think just because God got the glory out of my testimony that it was easy for me? Because let me tell you something right now. I don't like putting myself out there. I don't like putting myself out there. And then as a man, as a man to sit up here at 29 years old and say, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't want to go to college. I don't want to go to the military because I've been in college. My thing is I, I went and I tried. So I, it ain't like I just went and I just completely was like, no. I was like, I don't want to go to college. I, I don't want to go to the military. Because that's what people throw at you. What you want to go to school for. And then it's like when you go to those family gatherings and they always ask you, oh, what you do now? Oh, I work in such and such. Oh, but, but, but you in school, right? No. Because I remember back in the day when people used to say, oh, bro, where you work at? He'd be like, oh, I work at McDonald's. But, 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 but I'm in school though. I'm in school to be a, bro, I didn't ask you all that. I didn't ask you all that. And then I realized that it wasn't that he felt like I was somebody to prove something to his that He's so used to defending himself for why he work at McDonald's. Bro, if you work at McDonald's, you work at McDonald's. Nobody needs to know that you in school to be freaking Lord Forecourt for all I care. But that's what we do. Because we want to appease to the world. And how can I make myself look in somebody else's picture? So your girl, Sanjanique, a.k.a. Neek Neek, has partnered up with Slaughter University to bless us with some custom merch. If you want some Slaughter University merch or just want some custom merch in general, hit her up and her business be unique. Promo code in the description. Some of you haven't graduated yet. My wife don't mind me sharing this testimony. You know, my wife is graduating in August. You know what I'm saying? And uh, what, what most people did in four years, it was six for her because she took some time off and went back. And sometimes y'all don't understand how I've sat up with my wife at night and held her and comforted her. And she just turned 26, but at the time, I was like, baby, you're 25. But see, it, it, it took me to be 29 to remind her that she's 25 because when I was 25, I was doing the same thing she was doing. See, when God put people together, he don't make a mistake. I said, baby, you, I said, you finna graduate. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow, you took two, you took two years off. You had to get yourself, get your mind right. And even while you took those two years off, you were still doing classes. 
At least you didn't quit completely. You were still doing a little class here, a little class there. And at the end, when she could have been done in four or five, she changed her major. So that put more time on it. And then guess what? Now she want to go to school for something completely different. See, a man makes his plan, but God directs his path. See, all that switching might have caught her off guard, might have caught me off guard, might have caught somebody else off guard, but it has not caught God off guard. And I'm saying all that to say because I'm going to bring it around. You got to stop trying to fit or paint a picture for somebody else to see. Because for one, it ain't their business. See, it's a difference between sharing a testimony, as I have, and entertaining monitoring experience. See, see, God put it on my heart to share my testimony. Because if it was up to me, I wouldn't have said nothing. And guess what? And if it was up to me and I wouldn't have said nothing, I would have been suffering. Because there's no place for pride in the kingdom of God when God gets all the glory. I cannot explain to you how much people have helped me over this last week. Waking up to cash out notifications like, are you serious? I'm talking about some people sent me $2, $5, brought my big self to tears. Because you took something from your family, from yourself, and you gave it to me. It's like, like I saw the bigger amounts that people put in, and, and, and it's gracious, but all amounts had me moved. Just like the lady in the Bible, that all she had was a penny. So anything that somebody gave to me, you better believe you better believe I'm hearing backflips. Not only that, it knocked so much of my pride down only to reveal that that was just the first layer. You think pride is just a wall. No, pride is a fortress. Pride is a fortress. It's like one of them big drawbridges. Like some of us have built a fortress of pride. When you need something, you lower the drawbridge and then you let it right back up. You did you you do the bend and snap. Right back up. You know? And when God reminded me, he said, Chris, I need you to care more about what I think versus what somebody else thinks. Because you get up, you brush your teeth, you, you, you brush your hair, you put your do-rag on, some of you put your bonnet on, some of you put on your best dress, some of you guys put on your best pair of slacks, some of you put on your best shirt, because you want to look the best for the world, while the whole time God is displeased with who you is under them clothes. 
I'm gonna drink some water on that. God said, it's too many of us that are trying our hardest to look good and feel good on the outside and look good and keep up our spirits on the outside. It's not about flexing. Some of us are just, it's just hard for us to say, I've had a bad day. I've had a bad day. I'm down right, I'm, I'm down right now. I'm, 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 I'm going through this and I'm going through that. It's hard. And God says, I'm just here waiting for you to cash your cares on me. See, trying not to get emotional. This past week, seeing how God has opened up the storehouses of heaven for me, and, and still is, it made me realize, like, what have I been doing this whole time? All these years, I have been trying to pull myself up by my own bootstraps. I have worked two jobs at a time, three jobs at a time. I remember working from seven o'clock in the morning to three o'clock and then clocking in down the street at Bar Taco from 3.30, getting off at 3.30, getting up, going in at 3.30 uh, up p.m., getting off at like 12, one o'clock, and then having to go home and do it all over again. When I tell y'all, that ain't the life God had for us. Some of us looking at our paychecks, and God says, if you just ask me what I want you to do, it may not be easy, but the way that you living right now is not how I called you to live. I don't want you living in a place where you have to worry about, is this going to get paid? Is that going to get paid? Because the Bible says everything under the earth belongs to God. God has money. Let my testimony be a testimony of that. God has money. Now, is it easy? No. And that's what we're going to get into. But in order for you to see that, you have to want to please one person and one person only, and that's Christ. You have to stop allowing what others think to keep you out the promise. I'm going to drink some water because I don't think y'all are ready for what I'm going to say. And then ain't even me that's going to say it. It's God that said it to me. So as I started, here it come. As God revealed to me, Chris, you care too much about what people think. Until you stop caring about what nobody else think but me. Oh, Lord, I can't even say it yet because I, I, I got to give y'all something else. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Why do us as believers believe that God doesn't see what we're doing every day, know our every thought, 
know our every deed when nobody else is watching. See, a lot of us think that when Jesus returned, he's going to come back and ask a question and you're going to have a choice to tell him the truth or not. No, 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 no. Hold on. When Jesus returned, that question, what did you do? Is going to be completely rhetorical. Because he knows the answer. See, my mom used to tell me as a child, what would you do if Jesus was sitting here right now? Well, the truth is, he is. That thought you didn't you didn't cast down, he see that you letting it meditate in your head. That video you didn't scroll past, he see all that. All that. He sees all that. Right? That 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 person that you don't supposed to be, be dealing with, that you still dealing with, he see all that. And what I had to realize was that's not integrity. I remember when I was in middle school, um, we used to do these things called crabbing. Like we'll get in trouble in PE or something like that. We have to crab. Like if y'all play sports, you know what crabbing is. A lot of people had to do it in the band or play football or something. It, it's crabbing. Walk like a crab, pretty much. One of the most horrible exercises you can never do in your life. So the coach had walked off and everybody else was ahead of me. And I'm still coming around the building on the floor crabbing. He was gone for some time. When he came back, I was still crabbing. And he said to me, he said, son, that's what integrity is. Doing what you're supposed to be doing, even when nobody is watching. God is watching them. You don't see that he's watching, but he is watching. So when you ride in the car listening to uh, City Girls, I mean, the Bible says all things may be lawful, but everything is not beneficial. So now Jesus is riding down the street with you listening to uh, eight inch figure. That's my time. That's 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 the, the making the stallion. His, his, his friends and his mom hate me. Been down to the crybaby, right? Yeah, that's that's what he's listening to. Paul said, Should I continue in sin so grace may abound? God forbid. And I'm not trying to comfort nobody in a negative way as far as uh uh what I just said, but when you're building a relationship with Christ. I want you to understand that he is with you every single day and in every single moment. So the things that you do, when he say do it as you are doing it unto me, he's right there. Let your next conversation not be a foul conversation. You may have cussed five minutes ago, but you don't have to cuss again. See, understand something. When you ask God for forgiveness, you're asking him for forgiveness of the sins that you committed that you didn't know was a sin. That's where the grace is, right? But when you constantly doing a sin or something that grieves Holy Spirit, now you need to repent and turn away from it. 
phone, y'all ain't trying to talk to me. Y'all ain't trying to talk to me. But here's the beauty of it. You still have grace. You still have grace in that. But a lot of us want to go to the next level. And Jesus like, of course I want to take you to the next level. Of course I want you to do this. But you can't do that right. You, you, can't, you can't do this right. Let me tell you how God how good God is. So I started working as a car salesman. I took a job at another dealership that was selling less cars a month over a dealership that was selling more, right? Testimony for another day. But because I trusted what God peace was, where I where I trusted what God covering was, that blessing wouldn't have been there if I didn't go to where he wanted me to. And when I was signing my name to work there, God said, because you trusted me, I'm finna blow your mind. And my God, did he not blow my mind? But guess what? God blew my mind in another way, but I'm still like, Lord, I'm sitting here, I'm here 10 hours a day. I'm not selling no cars. But in my spirit, I knew it was gonna happen. But you know what God told me? God said, Chris, it's not that I'm not going to bless you, but I have to prepare you for the blessing. See, faith without works is dead. You asking God for a hundred fish. Are you going to come in with your hands out like this or are you going to go get a bigger bucket? God has to give you the bucket to carry the hundred fish, meaning God has to put you in a place to receive the blessing. How are you going to sell a car every day if you don't even know what you're doing? 